On this week's show, we look at Robocop games. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Sonic Boom! Welcome, listeners, to another Arcade Attack podcast. I'm Dylan. I'll be your host for today. I am with Adriano. Oh, I'm here, baby. I am with Jambolino. Boom. I don't know where this is going. So Jambolino. I sound like some kind of like Indonesian dish or something. Jambolino and Keith. I'm disappointed they didn't do any Robocop lines. Yeah, I mean, I I'll do one. There's, there's so many. Go, you do one. Can you fly, Bobby? <laughs> Can you fly, Bobby? <laughs> oh, you just ruined what we were about to talk to him about. Was today. it a secret? If someone's got it on shuffle or something and they can't see the title, now surprise! They know what Hooray! <laughs> now you know. But firstly, before I continue, there is rare for us an adult content warning. Oh no! And adult content warning. Yeah. So not safe. Well, I was probably, it's probably well, all right for work. Depends where you work. <laughs> if you work in a creche, I know or a lot of you. <laughs> I know a lot of you listen with kiddos around. Yeah. Maybe not this one. All right, but we are talking. So the last movie-related podcast I did was about Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Batman, which was an entertaining movie. Yeah, not critically acclaimed by any shot, and it had some okay games. Purple in it associated <laughs> to it. A bit of a spectrum Purple. of quality, wasn't it? It was a bit of a spectrum of quality. Yeah. So at the end of it, I was thinking, oh, what would be quite a good, you know, film to back it up with? Mm. And I was thinking about how great Robocop versus Terminator on the Mega Drive is. So yeah. I thought, oh, maybe I'll put it to our, um, our Arcade Attack followers or I didn't put it to the patrons, did I? Just put it in one of our, yeah. our Facebook group, which anyone is welcome to join, by the way. Uh, and I said, right, what would you rather, Robocop or Terminator? And it was something like, I closed it off and I was like, wow. Yeah, Robocop won by about 60% to about really? 37%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. So that's why we're doing Robocop today rather than Terminator. Terminator has now been cast to the abyss. We're not going to come. <laughs> we come can never Terminator talk about one. it ever again. We're not going to do it. But Adrian took to Twitter. But, and what did you what did you say to Well, a different to question. Uh, I, I think I asked, what, what is the better film? What is, is the, the better movie? movie? Now, what is the percentages? Well, how many votes did we get, James, first and foremost? So, we had uh, a whopping 155 votes. That's big. That's, that's huge. Big. For a poll, that's great. That is big. But people love venturing their opinion on bit, on films. And video. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they, the split. What did, now, now, just briefly go back to what you said was the split on the previous poll on Facebook. About 62 to 38 or something. Okay, which was what? Which was Robocop to Terminator. Okay. Now, this was 63 to 37 in favour of Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, on the poll. Our, so our Facebook hive mind thinks differently to the, to, to the outer world, right? Absolutely. Well, that's a different question, to be fair, wasn't it? Mm. It's a different question. It, yeah. What would they rather listen to us talk about? Ah, well, we are. And what's oh. the better film? What's the better the, movie? Right. You guys, you're going to ruin Terminator for me. Don't talk about don't Terminator. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, just don't talk about it. Spoiler alert, no. He dies at the end. No, anyway. <laughs> what does he? Of the two, of the two, Terminator is probably my favourite. But I love, I yeah. love Robocop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Robocop. So directed by the legendary Paul Verhoeven. Yep. 
Released in the summer of 1987. Yeah, oh, what a year. What a year. Uh, July, apparently. July 1987. High of summer. Uh, it's, that's 35 years ago. No, it's no, 13 years ago. For anyone not, 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 not keeping track. Um, conceived by Ed Newmeyer, legend, while working on Blade Runner in 82. So when I was digging around, and Adrian put, point me, pointed me in the way of this that documentary on Netflix. Mm. Very good documentary, by the way. Is it the films we love? Films that, that made us, I think. Films that made us. Right? Yeah. Really good ones. Yeah, so. it is. Yeah. Um, and didn't he say that he was on Blade Runner? He was one of the special effects guys. He was like scrunching up newspapers and stuff. Yes. And doing all the random... Yeah, yeah. So to create that, that was his job. And he basically saw loads of things on Blade Runner that, that prompted, oh, mm. yeah, what if there was a, a Robocop, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> uh, he couldn't write the script alone. Again, which the, the documentary goes into a bit of detail about. And he found a guy called Michael Miner. Mike Miner. Cool name, right? Yeah. Uh, and then Orion picked it up in 1985. So this all, mm. so from 92, you know, had the idea, wrote the script, Michael Miner, bam, Orion going 1985. Uh, it's the often told tale of good cop tracks <laughs> down bad guys. Bad guys blow good cop to smithereens. Good cop is reincarnated as a futuristic cybernetic organism killing, I mean, in for law enforcing machine. <laughs> yes. A wholesome outing for all the family. <laughs> it is, you know, the often told tale, not yes. of this. <laughs> the oft told story. As an idea, as an idea in the mid eighties, if you like heard about this idea, how mind blowing, pardon the pun, is this <laughs> oh, was the idea. Seriously. Adrian. Oh, it's great. It's so good. The tone of the film is... I'm going to talk about that, aren't you? But it's mm. just, the story is great for a young kid as well. But mm. it gave me nightmares, that scene, you know, when he got shot. Yeah. I mean, I spoke to you about that the other day. You've got to talk about that scene. That scene. Are so we going to talk about it now? Horrific. Yeah. We'll talk so, about... So we're not going to talk in anything in chronological So that scene was always cut from TV, wasn't it, when they mm. showed it on telly? Um, but yeah, and this is, the right, this is one of the reasons I won't show it to my son for a few years yet. Because mm. the rest of it, not too bad. Mm. Not too bad. But that, it is. It's haunting. And mm. even now, you watch it, and a lot of it is practical special effects. Mm. Towards the end, it's not even him. It's a like mm. a puppet, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so visceral, and there's so much. The it's, it's horrible. <laughs> so it if horrible. it gave you nightmares, I can understand yeah, why. Yeah, it did actually. Yeah, it, and it, it's just he didn't. He didn't. It was, there was no filter there at all for, no. for like the main bad guy. But it was a body. Body. body guy. There's yeah. No, yeah. He, he's like there's no hesitation mm. at all. He's where, also gleeful way he does it. The way he's yeah, always like yeah. it. He's got. Just he just thinks right. Well, I'm going to get this done, and, bang, 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 and it's like there's no holding back at all. And like with some films, you sort of get that thing where they're kind of fifty fifty in, or the, and it was just brutal. Yeah. Like I'm just going to steamroll you, and you're going to die. And give him a hand. Give him a hand. He's like all like oh no, it's pretty bad. But Verhoeven didn't initially get the satire in the script. So mm. Robocop is often analysed for its satirical Sat yeah, nature, yeah. apparently uh, damning an, an indictment of Reaganomics. Mm. I don't mm -hmm. know. Someone who knows more about this stuff can talk about more about it. But that's why the violence is so overblown. It's yeah. just like, it's almost comical in mm. its nature. Mm. But that bit where Peter Weller gets, you know, Disembodied, eviscerated, eviscerated. Yeah. You know, it's pretty. Oh, it blows up his hand, and mm. it's. Funny. But then, when look at, looking at that documentary, you can actually see that how they did it was there was a hand on there, and there was on a bit of a string, and then when obviously when they pop the gun, they just fling it off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with all the blood. It's yeah. like, oh my god, yeah, his hand has exploded. Like, yeah, 
but it's so cool. Mm. Um, favorite moments then in, in Robocop? Actually, let me let's, let's, a quick a quick sum- yeah. summarizing yeah. of the plot. Yeah. So uh, Murphy, new on the job, he's like the city is it's old old Detroit, old Detroit, old Detroit. It is in a bad way. It is the the criminals have got a, a vice like yes. I'm just, I'm just like spitball. I'm just doing this on some. Dylan's kind of doing what appears to be a butterfly. A butterfly. Adrian, but talking Adrian, about Adrian loves vice, yeah, like, yeah. Adrian. vice like butterfly. Imagine a butterfly holding onto your hand. He'll never let go. Yes, that's <laughs> it. That was it. A vice like. Yeah, because butterflies vice. are known for their vice like. Yeah, they are. Anyway, we digress. Vice like <laughs> So Murphy and oh, what's his partner's name? Officer Lewis. Lewis. Officer Lewis. Lewis. Very nice. Hello, Officer Lewis. Anyway. See adult themes, um, but yeah. So they go, they track it, they track the bad guys to. So they have a little bit of a uh, rope. They see, see him on the street, and they uh, they they give chase. That's when Bobby finds out he can't fly. He can't fly, Bobby. <laughs> no, Bobby definitely can't he fly. Definitely, we did fly a little bit. Flew, yeah, uh, two meters. Well. Throw him. Yeah, he flew. That's generous. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Clarence Bodiker and his his gang. They've been tracked down to a warehouse. Mm. And Lewis, she gets herself in a bit of a muddle, didn't she? Oh she gets God. herself in a bit. Like, every time I watch that bit, I, I'm just like, what are you doing? I watched this with my wife yesterday, right? Because forever, because Lewis, when you meet her, mm. she's like Bad kicking ass. ass. Yeah. yeah. She's pretty uh, together, doesn't she? And she's yeah. a pretty, you know, she's a competent police officer. And she gets distracted by a man's penis. Yes. She's like, oh my she, dear. She can't, <laughs> oh my dear. She's holding him at gunpoint, yeah. but she can't resist a little glance down. A little look down. Yeah. And that's, that's her undoing. That's and it. he takes her Pardon out. Pardon the pun, undoing of the flag. Hey. Do you know what I said? I said that bit when I was watching it with my so, wife as well. I was like, wait, I said exactly the same thing yeah. as you. And I was like, I don't know whether it was just the camera angle or something, but she was standing way too close. Yes. Yeah. Like, not only was that a bit kind of hashtag Maybe orc, she, she had, to, did but, had to see it properly. What, <laughs> a, a close up. But what, like, if someone's, if you're pointing a gun at someone, why would you stand so close? Because literally they can just, like, do you know what I mean? It's like for so, everything yeah. the film does for, like, female characters, it, it just kind of destroys it all in that in one that blink of an eye. Well, they had to isolate Murphy. Yeah. That right? That's true. So yeah, basically, no. she falls down a pit or something. She yeah. hasn't got a gun or yeah. anything, so she's pretty much useless to Murphy. Murphy at this point. Yeah. Murphy being also, what were um, they doing? What do you mean? Again, watching it last night, they drive, follow him into the steel mill. Wait, they for know backup. there's like five of them and they're heavily yeah. armed. They've got pistols and there's two of them. Yes. And they're like, oh yeah, backup will be two hours or whatever it is. Yeah. And they go in anyway. Yeah. It's suicide. No. It's a suicide, suicide mission. But Murphy, he wants to make, you know, wants know. to make a good He's impression. A good cop. He? he wants to make a good, a good impression. He does his little twirly thing. He yeah. likes twirling the gun around. TJ oh, Laser. TJ Laser. <laughs> TJ Laser, yeah. Um, so he goes. It's in, hard but- to watch the beginning of it now because you feel so sorry for him. Yeah, you know, he's completely. He's really, you know, oh, my son likes him. He's like, he's oh, pretty dark, yeah. isn't he? he's oh, pretty Alex, dark. <laughs> he's completely abandoned. Yeah. So the bad guys see corner him. He can't do anything. He's got his little pea shooter. Can't do anything about <laughs> it. And then yeah, they proceed to blow bits of him apart until he is apparently dead. Mm. Apparently, cut. To, there's this bit of, so OCP, so they're the... You've left that one. Yeah, we've skipped one of the I've best it. scenes. I've skipped Yeah, so basically OCP, what, Omni... Consu- Omni Consumer Omni Consumer products, thank you. Uh, having a bit of an infight. So they've got, they have their idea for the next level robo law enforcement thing. Which is Ed two o nine or ED two o nine and they enforcement they, 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 well, I think I think everyone just calls it Ed two o nine, but it's yeah. not actually. Is it referred to in the film? Is it yeah, Ed Dick Jones calls it Ed two o nine because initially he calls it ED two o nine, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 
It's nice. Ed, me and Ed, me and Ed, <laughs> just going down the street. Old buddy, old pal. Just don't go up any stairs, mate. You know. Yeah. So they're in the boardroom. He's like, you know, going to give it a bit of a demonstration. Like, you know, point, point the gun. They just pick oh, random, random guy. Just put, point the gun at Ed two hundred nine and see what happens. He's like, do you have ten seconds to comply? You instantly know that this is a bad idea. <laughs> this is a bad idea. He's squirming around. He's putting the gun trying to run he's away. He's trying to run yeah. away from it. He's trying to in run this away. Small office. It's like, oh my god, what's going on? And then, yeah, he gets blown out of the window. No, he, just, he gets blown apart, Wait, basically. He, he, yeah, he does like, like a bit of Swiss window. cheese. He, yeah. he gets destroyed. Yeah. So, also, like, proving that Ed 209 won't actually arrest anyone. <laughs> Less containment, more obliteration. Yeah. I assume they need to be obliterated, so off he goes. And that's the end of that. Everyone, rather than being concerned... Maybe there's one person out there, I think, yeah, is concerned about Mr. the dead Kenny. person. Yeah. Everyone else is just like, oh, God, what a mess. <laughs> Someone cleared up, but it's all that. I that think the, the old man says, he says, I'm oh, very disappointed. Very disappointed. <laughs> Doesn't, yeah, uh, he just like puts his head in his hand. And it's like, you clearly don't give a monkeys about this. No. You might- he might as well just say, like, someone get a dustpan. You know, Clean up on all five. Yeah, like, jeez. Oh, okay. I should mention as well that OCP have privatised the police force. Yes. So it's all, again, this privatisation I said slum. to my missus last night, I'm surprised that hasn't happened. Yes. In the US or over here. Listen, yeah. anyway. so let's, no, just please don't. We don't need anything else at the minute. Let's just, let's just focus on the certificate. Yeah, let's focus on the Before we get into that. But yeah, so you've got this fight off and then Dick Jones is like, the guy trying to orchestrate this, but then there's a young upstart. Mm. Um, I forgot his name. Bob Morton. Bob Morton. Thanks. This is. Like I told you me watching it last night yeah. it was a good idea. It really was. <laughs> yeah. It really was. Bob. Um, yeah. So Bob and Bob's got a better idea. Apparently. <laughs> what is that idea, Bob? Well, after Murphy dies, we see the idea. So I'm like, why are they trying to resuscitate a guy who's barely even a daughter? Mm. Why? Why would they do such a thing? To turn him into a. Part man, part machine. Part man, uh, cybernetic, cybernetic organism, organism killing. Oh, oh no, force <laughs> machine. And thus, Murphy is reincarnated as Robocop. A guy who only needs to live off baby food, who sits still <laughs> what for... What is that? It's baby, baby, baby food. Who even decided to put that in there? Like, it's funny, isn't it? You bet you've got yeah. this like machine chugging out this, this whatever it is, yeah. some sort of kind of sl- And it's like, oh, it tastes like baby food. And that guy's sitting there going, mmm, do you want it? He's like, no, no, you knock yourself out. He's going, mmm. Can you imagine Robocop endorsed baby food? You know, actually see his face in a real oh. It's the kind of thing that could have happened in the 80s, let's be fair. But yeah, so then Robocop, he is Murphy, but he's not Murphy. And then Lewis works out pretty soon that it is Murphy because mm. he does his little twirly gun thing in the shooting. Because if you didn't his know lips from the bottom, well, you can tell from his lips. Well, he can't <laughs> tell that. Yeah, the lips. We'll come to the lips later. Ooh, the lips. But <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she adult feet. Not suitable for work. She hasn't been focusing too hard on his lips at this present at this present time. Uh, so he goes out and. All of a sudden, all these little memories start mm. creeping back about him getting little flashbacks, obliterated and, yeah. and stuff. And then he focuses his carnage on Boddicker. And, but in the meantime, we find out that Boddicker is actually being puppeteered yes. by Dick Jones. Dick, Dick Jones. Dick Jones, rather than being nice, uh, trying to help the police kind of guy, is actually a real bad guy. Real bad guy. He's a real bad guy. So we're kind of signing with Bob at the minute. Well, I'm signing with Bob a little He's bit. He's a bit of a slime ball, but yeah. A bit of a slime ball. I'm like, oh, I'll, Bob, your idea is way better than Ed 209's idea. I'm like, you know, let's, let's go with that. So he's having a bit of fun with two nice ladies, you know, getting a bit of the old cocaine. <laughs> ladies, yeah. Adult themes. Yeah. <laughs> Loving it. And then you don't so, mess with Dick Jones. You don't. you don't mess. Ronnie Cox is so good. Because yeah, Ronnie he, Cox. He, good. He's played so many, he played so many great characters in the 80s. But he was a good guy in Beverly Hills. Cop, Beverly Hills right? Cop. 
Yeah, <laughs> and they just were like Bogomil. No, he was Bogomil, and then all, he's like the, the best of the best. He's yeah, like and yeah, Deliverance like as well. Yeah, 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 he's like yeah, a super yeah. nice guy who plays the guitar in Deliverance. And then and then and then in the late eighties, he played. Yeah, because it's funny because I watched Total Recall the week before, and they're basically the same character. Yeah, Hagen and Dick Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he plays such a good bad guy as well. Which is worse, Cohagen or Dick Jones? Who's worse? Who's worse, mate? Yeah. What cutting so, people's air off? Yeah, that's pretty so, bad. That's pretty bad. <laughs> so Bob gets blown up. <laughs> he, does. he does. He gets shot in the knees and then blown up. Shot in the knees and then blown up, which is not a great way to go. But again, it's so over the top. Like right? everything yeah. in Robocop is so over the yeah. top. But it all drums down, and then Robocop eventually gets his memory back, and he's like, "Okay, I'm Murphy, right." Let's put pay to these guys. Let's give them some of their own medicine. And they give a lot of medicine and toxic waste and other things. And it basically, that's it. <laughs> they got to the bottom of the matter. Yeah. They got to the bottom of the matter. <laughs> but he does. He takes them all out. And it's, it's brutal and it's How about lovely. the main bad guy? What's his name again? Clarence, Clarence Bodica. Because he's, he's great. He's, isn't he? he's not the main bad guy. It's Dick Jones. Well, he's the, he's the kind of the, the, the puppet for the puppet master. Who's he's Dick actually Jones. That's stunning in he's, that film, isn't yeah, it? It's, nice it's basically trying to point out that greed and the corporate greed is the I think they do a the good job. It I is. They do a great job. It, it, yeah. So how, how satirical is Robocop? Well, I, when you, I think if I watched it, well, a couple of nights ago, so it's still pretty fresh. I, like the whole film has a really kind of, um, dark tone to it as well, like a somber tone oh, to yeah. it as well. Mm-hmm. Like it's, we talk about the satire and stuff like that. And there is definitely a, a, a big backdrop of kind of eighties kind of Wall Street greed and, yeah, uh, you know, t- business takeovers and this sort of thing and what it's like at the top being a fat cat and all this sort of thing. And the fact that, you know, a big CEO of a, a, a company can be kind of manipulated by the number two, etc. Mm. So I think there's a lot going on there, but. I mean, it's it's satire, yes, but it's a kind of dark satire mm. in, in a kind of a in a way. It's not there's there's very little in the way of it's really um, comedy. there's not many light moments. There's not that many light. You moments. talk about comedy. I think one of the funniest things I think they're trying to poke fun at is where a massive corporation spends millions develop a two hundred nine, yeah, and it can't go downstairs. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. I, I, I literally, that was my biggest beef, right? He, he, he opens that door and he's yeah. like, and it's like, well, listen, I'm not being funny. If you're a crim, just run up, go, go up a building and go up yeah. some stairs. You, you're never going to. Whoever cop stands there and watches him as well. Yeah, he yeah. does. He can just blow his head off. was in a bad way at that but, point. And, yeah. and when he's just, just watching there, he's like, <laughs> and then he falls down the stairs. When he falls down, is it just me or does he squeal like a pig? Yeah, oh, yeah. No, it does. It does. Why? I I, there's so many things we can talk about here, and I'll try not to go on. But the character they give it to oh nine when at the beginning when he's trying to intimidate and he makes like the growling noise. Yeah, right, right, right. And, and yeah, when he falls on his back, he's like screaming <laughs> 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 pig in distress. Yeah, noise. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's just fantastic, and it, it gives it, it a nice little character deliverance full circle. <laughs> got it. There you go. Didn't oh, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> and if you haven't seen Deliverance, why? Uh, maybe because of that. Yeah, you've heard about, yeah, you've yeah, heard heard about, about that, it, and you've why, just gone, yeah. no, 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 thanks. But it is funny. It's just it's like, like misplaced. We need to find a good squealing pigging sound. Who could we got the set could do that? Oh, we got an actor, right? Misplaced corporate spending. All the little snippets. All the TV snippets. The adverts. I'd buy the adverts. The Newcomb board game. Newcomb board have to game. Your family oh before they move you. It's just all a bit too close to home. Yeah, right. I was sat there like, what? And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yep. You they had to because. Going back on myself a little bit. So Robocop and the casting of Robocop, we're talking about the lips. The lips. So the lips. who was one of the main people who wanted to be in it? Um, it 
Same with Ryan Pictures guy. Big guy. Big guy. Big, big guy. I just only watched his documentary. Uh... Keith's favourite guy in the whole world. <laughs> Arnold. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they just worked out that it'd just be ridiculous. If they put, tried to put a big robotic like metal suit on him, he'd be, he'd be bigger than Ed 209. Yeah, yeah. It'd just be a bit silly. Considerably. Yeah. So they worked out that they needed someone slender and obviously with a nice bottom half of Good their jaw. face. Because pronounced Good cheekbones and all cheekbones, that. Yeah, yeah. And thus, that's how Peter Weller got the gig. But he had issues. He sounds like a right prima donna with the way they talk about yeah. a lot of the things that he does. But Perfect fit, really, mm. if you think about him. I don't know what he'd done until that point. I don't think he was as well known as the other guys. But, yeah, it was just the perfect fit for it. And, like, he is just sl- slender Robocop, like a slender thing. But then, yeah. I think that worked, though, didn't it? Because you need, you, if you had someone too bulky, you'd almost undermine the, the suit, right? That's if it. you have someone slim, it's the, the idea, suit that's meant to obviously yeah, improve the suit's the supposed guy, to be right? the yeah. pecs and the, the yeah. abs and the, all that sort of kind of bulking up of a... He was yeah, like police, a marathon runner or officer. something, so he was like yes. super skinny. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's what it said. Anyway, even a normal sized actor would have looked too big. It, it, mm. it, so it, it he did fit really yeah. well though, because he's got that like gruffness and kind of like seriousness, and he talks like mm. you know in, in a oh, kind of. He does the voice was fantastic. Yeah, he does the voice very yeah. well. So yeah, he's a good fit. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Mm. he's a very good fit. Uh, the guy who they got to make the suit said it would take six months. Rob Bottin is a legend. Rob He's Bottin. a hero of mine. Because he did all Rob the, he did all the um, physical special effects for the thing, yeah. which yes. I still Classic. think now just holds up. It's so amazing. I've it's got this horrifying. big thing about visual effects and mm. physical special mm-hmm. effects compared to CGI and stuff. So he's just a genius. He's up there with like, yeah, Rick Baker genius. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But they did. So him working with some guy, I don't know again, the guy, the guy who did the some mock-ups, they went through a few iterations of it, and then they finally they saw something about sexy Japanese robots. And so, sexy the, the sexy, robots. so the sexy Japanese robots. If you look at go, watch the documentary, it does look a bit like Robocop. <laughs> oh, this like a sexy lady sexy. Uh, robot there. Okay, well that could work sexy. with Peter, half of Peter Weller's face, <laughs> and yeah, maybe sexy. a few pecs. Imagine their flags and stuff. Sexy, was it sexy, sexy, stupid sexy robot? cop. Not suitable for work. Stupid, sexy Flanders. I don't think yeah. so. With his moustache, can you imagine? Oakley, Oakley. So the first things to get the first things to get filmed were those vignettes, those those little things, because they didn't have Robocop to, suit. Yeah. to do any of the things. And then it was that one. And when uh, Dick and Bob are having Dick and Bob <laughs> having, Fun with Dick are having and that altercation Bob. in the toilets. You yes. know, when they're trying oh, to like intimidate each other. Like, you know, when he runs oh. his hand through his hair and pulls it. <laughs> yeah. He's just come out of the cubicle and he has not washed his hands. No, that's dirty. That's the it's most like disgusting part. A bit too film. close? There's, well, yeah. It looks like they're about to it's have pretty, some kind of embrace. But it's a great, yeah. again, it's a great scene. He looks like he's yeah. going to stroke his face oh. and he pulls his hair. <laughs> the other guy walks out without washing his hands. He's got a stain. He's not finished. He's too scared of Dick Jones. He's gone. They went over budget on Robocop. Shock. They went... But do you know what the initial budget was? I want to say seven million. Was it Donald? ten million? Oh, ten. Ten. They wanted it done for a similar price as Terminator. Mm. And I think Terminator was done for about seven or eight. So they, they pretty incredible. It kind of the bill came in for about twelve in the end. Twelve million still. What a film to be made with 12 million. And you got like Paul Verhoeven going crazy, apparently. Yeah, he finally yeah. wanted everything bigger. It was like, bigger! <laughs> bigger! <laughs> you, know, bigger. <laughs> you know, and it's just, it, it's amazing how the thing got done. And then, you know, it it's definitely the best. It's still the best Robocop film. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just yeah, kind yeah. of think it stands alone. Robocop 2 is quite yeah. gratuitous and it's quite fun. And yeah, yeah. Robocop 3 was, I think, 
the beginning of the end. Ill-advised. I'd say RoboCop 3 was yeah. ill-advised. But again, that was the merch angle. I think the RoboCop 3 then... The kids' cartoon. I had toys based on the kids' cartoon. I know, right? When I was like they seven. Had, they basically <laughs> thought, oh, let's milk kids. Yeah. Not fi- figuratively, please. Not actually milking kids. <laughs> not suitable for work. Uh, not suitable for work. Not suitable for anyone. That's the thing at the start of South Park. Not suitable to be watched by anyone. <laughs> but yeah, they wanted to get the merch angle, so they needed something that was more PG. It was PG, yeah. wasn't it? Robocop 3. It was, oh, it's unwatchable. You can't it? Beat make the something like that on PG. You know, I don't yeah. know who that was in the third one. I've never but seen three all the way through. I refuse to watch it. a jetpack. Yeah, with the, the, the ninjas. I think there's the ninjas count. I don't want to watch ninjas. And he's, yeah, oh, it's bad. It's bad. Forget that. We're, the, we're not here to talk the re- about The re- no. remake was 2014. No. No. <laughs> no. Why? I mean, I know why. They wanted to make a quick buck, but it's just no. Please just no. goes to show you that you can put four huge names in a film. I was going to say, de- decent cast, but. No, just terrible. shocking. But I'm glad you touched on that. So basically, one of, one of my self imposed rules for these podcasts. Mm. <laughs> is that the only games we talk about are the Stick ones to the related to this movie. So the original, we're talking about 1980s games now. Yes. We're, <laughs> we're back it. in the room. <laughs> but essentially Robocop, apart from being, you know, apparent, you know, satire and Reaganomics or whatever, is just a big old run. It's, it, it lends itself to run and gun games, right? You basically yeah. are Robocop. Well, He's basically tearing people apart with his... With his pretty awesome pistol, mm-hmm. like yeah. come on, all oh, the pistol's pistol. good. The pistol is is a bit of kit, yeah. Um, but I'll go on. I'll go on record now as saying that none of these games are as good as Robocop versus Terminator on the Mega Drive. <laughs> Fair, <laughs> ah, Fair. God, that game is amazing. It's a crisp. Anyway, right, it's let's, crisp, crisp. It's like crisp. It's the thing I've ever heard a game co- described as crisp. <laughs> oh, listen, you should go, should go back to our Robocop versus Terminator podcast. Crisp. You'd be pleasantly surprised, James. Pleasantly crispy. So. Here we go with the good, the bad, and the ugly RoboCop game. <laughs> so it's it's an odd thing. It's an odd thing, RoboCop games. There's essentially, well, everyone really knows this. So it was all orchestrated by everyone's favourite Manchester-based software house, Ocean. Ocean. Ooh. That um, the Mike Lamb interview. Yeah, listen to it. Which is already released, mm-hmm. and he made RoboCop on the Spectrum. We might speak about Ooh. the Spectrum, <laughs> but we shall see. Uh, so basically, um, so Ocean acquired the rights from uh, Orion Pictures, believed to be worth over three hundred million dollars. I just made that up. <laughs> I was going to say, hang on, for a film that cost twelve, <laughs> they paid. <laughs> they paid twenty-five times. I just made that up. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> such a wind-up match. It must have been worth a couple of mil. I mean, back in those days, and for the for the rights, and Ocean were big into doing licensed yeah. stuff. That was their thing. Um, but whether they did a good job with this or not, we'll see. Uh, there are three streams of these RoboCop licensed games there's the arcade game that was made by data east Mm -hmm. uh there are the millions of ports of the arcade game by ocean and then there are the curious (laughs) spin-offs by a variety of other developers so you've got all of these robocop games kind of going on so depending on what platform you owned in the day kind of dictated how good a robocop you got um where i mean i want to put this out there i don't know how much you guys know but where do you think RoboCop games sit in the whole sort of legion of licensed games? Do you think, generally speaking, is it 
a license that has been you know well received is it better has it been a lot worse I'm going to say mediocre Mm. Interesting. Mediocre. I mean, mm. lukewarm. Lukewarm. Tepid. If I, you will. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they 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 were quite well received. Yeah. Purely because cool character, cool film, mm. lots of hype around it. I think it's one of the first well done licensed games. Actually, if you yeah. look if you look back at yeah. what we kind of had, um, it really I think it was it's one of these things that RoboCop on the older systems. You think, oh. Yeah, I'm not scared about picking that up. I'm not scared about sticking <laughs> in my MSX or my Zelix Spe- Spectrum or mm. whatever. Um, but so, what was the good one? It's got to be the arcade. The arcade, game, <laughs> surely. It's got to be the arcade. Yeah, it has to be. Um, yeah, it was really easy one actually. Yeah. So I, I, I didn't manage to play all of these, but I played a good glut. <laughs> I tried to kind of pick a bit, you know, some of each stream, and none of them came close to the arcade game. No. So it is again. Developed exclusively by Data East, Japan-based Data mm-hmm. East. So you see, like the the programming team, all Japanese. Uh, it was apparently a smash. It, it um, Wikipedia lists it as Hong Kong's highest-grossing arcade game of 1988. <laughs> yeah, uh, couldn't see it listed in any other territory, but Hong Kong, <laughs> Hong Kong, Hong Kong mate, they went crazy for it. Mm. Where do I, if I had to give it a rating, I'd give it probably about an eight out of ten. I give it an eight. That's out of pretty 10. solid. It's pretty, it especially is. for the time. As well. Again, so notable arcade games at the time include R Type. Operation Wolf, yes. Radius 2, Outrun, Afterburner, yep. Super Hang On. All that I mean, bangers. Barring the last two, I think Robocop looks head and shoulders above every mm. other arcade game in nineteen eighty eight. Graphically, it is just yeah. it's just on another planet, isn't it? It's like, kind, it's of, it's kind of a sharp, dark look to it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and it's, it's just so crisp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got big, you know, it's got big sprites, yep. you know, big sprites. Yep. And you, and we, I'll just briefly, briefly return to my last movie pod, Batman Returns pod, uh, where Batman was kind of weedy in yes. the Mega Drive versions yeah, yeah, yeah. and the Master System versions. In the Robocop arcade game, he is solid, mate. Mm. He's like Arnie, isn't he? Isn't he it? is like Arnie. They've basically not Peter Wellard him. They've, they've yeah. Arnie'd him, yeah. haven't they? And the way he just takes everyone apart, it's, it's a lot of fun. It is a bit too hard. <laughs> but again, we, when we talk about arcade games, they're not made to be nice. Are they? They're no. made to no, they're made people so out that you kind of get far enough, and then you kind of put your quarter in your fifty p and your twenty p, whatever, and yeah. carry on mm-hmm. to make money. Yeah, it is. So I'm assuming you guys have played this on Mame lately. Yeah. How many credits do you reckon? I mean, I got to the. I've completed it, but how many credits did you guys go? I reckon through? I spent about twenty imaginary pounds. Twenty <laughs> imaginary pounds. <laughs> At twenty be a go, right? Yeah, probably. Well, I was a bit it of a bad boy. Get tough because I, I started playing it, and it's only one player, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And well, me, you can, you can. can, can consecutive yeah, right. two player so but, there was yeah. a two player mode it's like me and taking the players like, oh mm. it's one player mm. so I played it for a bit I got it for a few levels but I thought it's a bit boring without Tate playing so I played Robocop 2 the arcade instead why? because I just thought that's a definitely a two player game <laughs> and there's two Robocops one's a slightly different colour grey have you noticed that? you played Robocop 2 no it's off brief Adrian <laughs> There, there he goes. There he goes with that alternate timeline again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
don't know. No, but I just thought I played more Robocop 2 on the arcade, which is, you know... It's Thanks, got... Adrian, for your It's like, it's like we did the Double Dragon podcast all of a sudden he goes on about Double Dragon 3. Yeah, like... No, but there's a really interesting point. Robocop 2, it's, it's the same sort of game as Robocop, <laughs> but there's a weird, the second level, it's almost like an FPS shooting game. But arcade, oh. yeah, you have to control yeah, yeah, a crosshair. You've seen the bonus yeah, stages on the first Robocop or like that. Well, yeah, I didn't yeah, get that far, yes, though. Yes, yes. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Dylan. So the arcade game is basically just a running gun, and it gets so ridiculous at some point. Mm. You get about 10 missiles on you, and there's no way to avoid it. It's almost, it's like a fix. It's a bit like, it's like yeah. an arcade. It's not a, oh, we'll just make this hard and, yeah, make it hard it's and like fair. you will die. There is yeah. nothing, you will easily put loads of money. The people in Hong Kong, they were like, well, I need to see more. I'll put in $10 <laughs> put to money. this thing, yeah, and just rinse it all up. But it is, it's just, it's too, it's too hard, really. I'll, but I'll guarantee there's someone that's done a no death, no hit kind of run. There must be. If we, there must be some, there's probably some nutter somewhere. Well, there's yeah. some people do it with Contra and stuff, like no yeah. hit, no damage, like runs credit. throughout the game and stuff like that. If you do memorise all the attack patterns, and I'll come on to a certain version in a minute where you have to do that frequently, uh, then you're possible. Mm-hmm. But you can't just walk through this game. Yeah, you just can't. Yeah, you, you can't no. just walk through it. Not, it's not like Robocop versus You Terminator. can't strong arm it. You it's can't still, uh, it, does, it does feel good. Um, mm. And it does feel, you know... But it does take damage really easily. Yeah. Again, a bit like Robocop versus Terminator. Mm. Like the thing I always hate about that was if, touch, if someone touches yeah. you in the Robocop versus Terminator, his life bar goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. And it's the same here where you get the guns that come running yeah, in and as soon thought, as they touch him, it's yeah. like, Argh. With those games, I always thought they should be like a bit, a bit of a repel physic. So if you touch yeah. someone, you take a bit of health, but obviously there's like not, your stagger. Like, slightly not back like you do in some games. Yeah. But it is that, it's like the guy who programmed Robocop vs. Terminator just copied the arcade and like, oh, okay. Yeah. If the sprites overlap, mm-hmm. minus whatever, yeah. Yeah. At X-ray, and then yeah, you're, it's gone. It's gone. Like, And you don't get multiple lives, you just get your one bar, don't you? And that's, then that, that's why you have to keep on going through these Hong Kong dollars and you know there's only so many of those you have uh, it is like the Ed 209 Ed 209 mm. is in the game a few times and yeah. each time you're like oh wow <laughs> takes up half the screen there's yeah, five yeah. more credits gone yeah, it's gone <laughs> but with the Ed 209 fights there is a space on the screen I'm saying this on purpose there is a space on the screen where you can actually kind of get away from him mm. and shoot and like jump jump the bullets yeah. and give some back yep. to him or some other some other versions there or not, um, but yeah, every time you see him, it's great. The music is like just really in your face. It's really pumping. It's, it's loads like, of voice samples from loads, the film as well. Loads of it's voice fantastic. Samples. Yeah, just the, pre- the presentation of it is again for the time. It is. It's it was outstanding. Uh, yeah, I've got here. It's it's about seven or eight stages, which is actually quite a lot. Mm, that's for quite a beefy. Yeah. They they repeat some of the backdrops a bit towards the yeah. end with like the OCP offices and stuff, but. Again, you know, you're in with all the missiles and everything coming from everywhere. <laughs> no oh, way of escaping. Oh god, there really isn't. If someone's done a like a one credit thing on this, I think I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google, whilst, we, Google. whilst we're Google is your friend. I'm you gonna Google. see. I'm gonna see if there is a you no because no, there's there's some of these ones that I've seen. It's yeah. like some of the games that you see them doing when you think there's no way, yeah. and then they do it. Yeah. So a bit of a spoiler alert here for no one who's for anyone who's not seen <laughs> RoboCop. Uh, the last bit of the arcade game sees you saving the president from someone who looks like a vagrant. <laughs> so what? you've got you've got someone who doesn't look like Dick Jones or the president of ACP being saved by or being held hostage by a vagrant. <laughs> so so whatever so the, it does quite it follows the plot apart from the Murphy getting eviscerated <laughs> yeah. at the beginning. It kind of follows the plot on the stages of the movie. 
to an extent. But that bit always confused me. I think the guys at Data East maybe were just given a remit or, and they weren't really, maybe even, might have been shown the movie. Because mm. if we showed the movie, some of the other versions actually show Dick Jones as the, as the aggravator. So, anyway. But yeah, I think it's well worth a look. Oh, definitely. It's a good fun arcade game. There, there, there are, <laughs> there, there are, I can find, there's, there's two that specifically state that they are game walkthroughs with no damage. Mm. There's one on there that says all bosses, no damage, but obviously only shows the bosses. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's ones on here that are um, walkthroughs. One's from a, a channel called 90s Arcade Games mm. and one's from Pablo CBA from a, um, posted a couple of years ago's video. Yeah. And it's um, Robocop Arcade World Record Run. Wow. Um, so you've got to love this game. I'll tell you to do that. But yeah, you really do. Deathless, yeah. deathless playthrough Robocop Arcade game. So if anyone wants that to search mad. those up, then have a look. But I, I mean, it's that it, it just staggers me because I like I've, I've looked at a few of these videos and it's like there's no way you can do that. You'd have to be out. a bullet hell expert yeah. to, to avoid <laughs> yeah. stuff in Robocop to the extent that you don't lose a life. <laughs> it is just but, it is. But there are people that do it. I mean, it, I, th- it, I think there's a there's a, a friend of a of the group on. Um, on the on the extra group on Facebook, mm. uh, who's been um, posting some stuff, and um, it's some of the walkthroughs that he does on there is just, it's it's you just think wow how there's just no <laughs> yeah. physical way I could do that, and then he goes and does it. So, well, to be better than the people in this room of video games, it's probably not difficult. <laughs> but spoiler, yeah. one of the videos is from Dylan. Ouch! <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Thanks for that. I'll have to hack it with an action replay. And then <laughs> the Tower of the Power. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is great. Um, the bad, the bad oh, version. No. So when I'm looking through some of these these reviews and stuff, I'm thinking, oh, that was quite highly rated. I might check this version out. And then I try to play it. What uh, what planet were they on? With some of these reviews, and you talk about review scores yeah. back in the nineties, you start wondering, like, how did this game get this rating? Or you were, did, you were paid to give this rating? You clearly, yeah. Yeah, so the bad one is, unfortunately, the Amiga version. Oh, is it? Mm. The Amiga version, you played it. Well, I I played the Spectrum version, then the Amiga quite soon after, because we had the Spectrum, then we got the Amiga, and they were around that sort of time. So I remember playing both games probably within the year of each other. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say it, I prefer the Spectrum version. Mm. Just going to say. Come on then, hit us twice, it's so bad. (laughs) It was ported over to the Amiga in 1989. So all of these, the, the raft of the ports came out in 1988. Amazingly. Mm. Um, but yeah, so the Amiga version that came out in 1989. It is, if you look at like walkthroughs of it, it's probably the closest home port graphically to the arcade version. Okay. It looks good, isn't it? Lots of colours. to like yeah. the attack patterns. It's like whoever's mm. done it, um, actually I'll tell you who's done it later. So they vote this, actually I'll tell you now, Peter Johnson and Andrew Bond. The name's Bond, Andrew Bond. <laughs> <laughs> they basically copied copied the the arcade version and their attack patterns. The problem with this is is that there are certain key things missing. I couldn't get off the first level. Oh. So the first level, you pl- you plow through the streets. Yeah. On which, which version? Sorry. On this on the Amiga version. On oh, the Amiga version. And you get through to uh, Ed Two Hundred Nine. And there is nowhere on the screen where you can get away from him to then jump over the bullets, which you can in the arcade yeah. version, to actually hit him back. And there are no continues. There's just one bar, one power bar. And once that is That's gone, it tough. is game over. Oh. There is, there are no continues. 
No extra lives. So the real challenge is, has someone done an Amiga run through? They would have. Probably not. The thing about this game is it's not fun. And the reason it's not fun is that you can't run and gun. All the attack patterns, you have to shuffle. And I've watched a little bit of the walkthroughs. The guy is shuffling. <laughs> the guy's shuffling at minute speed to kind of wait for these bullets that he knows is coming, and then you can go, and then go, and then go. It, S- is... it sounds more like a Rick Dangerous kind of, sort which of... is fine. I like a bit of Rick Dangerous. Yeah, yeah. That's great. And then you die and stuff, and you go, but you only go back to that that screen, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. on Rick Dangerous, if you get killed on the screen, you just go back to it's the almost like a checkpoint each screen, isn't it? Yeah. Mate, if you Robocop Amiga. You that that bar goes, and that Ed two hundred nine will su- he'll, he'll touch you quick. Yeah. He will touch you mm. at the end of that first level, and it's done. <sighs> also, as common in Amiga games, because you've only got one button to jump, you press down and then up. Oh yeah, you press down or you press space bar <laughs> on, on the keyboard. <laughs> oh my god, to jump. So imagine trying to do that and trying to kick like like and, and not take any damage from it. And not take any damage. It's a two player game. Like remember Walker? Someone had to control the keyboard. One had to control the mouse. Kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Jump. If, did a jump. Press my did it together. <laughs> <laughs> if we did it together, we might have a more of a shot than just me by myself. Uh, because I emulate on the P. I emulate my Amiga stuff on the PC, but with my Xbox Xbox three sixty pad so it was impossible because i was trying to like do the space bar with my foot trying to do the up and down thing and i was just like oh crikey um i made a note just for adrian huh. that the dos version was programmed by chris yanis larry ashman and a certain r gilbert no huh? Ron Gilbert. Ooh, that's, old buddy, old pal. That's Rich Gilbert. Ah. <laughs> Imagine, on Monkey Island. You should have seen his eyes light up when you nice. said this. Yeah, yeah you so had him then. The Amiga version, please do not play this version. This version I mean, will, it looks will make quite you good, cry. actually, isn't it? To be watch, fair. Watch a walkthrough. Watch hmm. a walkthrough and enjoy it. Because it is, for a 1989 Amiga game, it looks real the good. Anim- him walking is quite good. It's like... <laughs> yeah. Big it looks meaty, big meaty. You know, it's nice. It's you nice to look at. You're going to talk about the Spectrum So it's definitely not ugly. It's definitely not ugly this version of Amiga is it officially bad then it's the bad, the bad I'm coining it the bad Robocop version I, I can only assume that you're coming on to the NES version well this well you know, no no I said I would speak about, speak about the Spectrum version I told you guys to play the NES version what's going to happen next <laughs> the ugly oh, can I scroll no. down my notes now <laughs> everyone's waiting with bated breath yeah. like what are you about to say we've got a pause for dramatic yeah. effect so the MSX and ZX Spectrum versions mm-hmm. would you say they're colourful Oh, I suppose, no, I mean, I think, <laughs> he's struggling with the words. I've a really good memory of the Spectrum, kind of a good memory. It's years ago, mate, when yeah. you think about it. It's yeah. one of the first, I think it's very, it's very black with like greens. Am I, is that They're monochrome. Right? They're basically monochrome. So yeah. they, they just use white and black and then they, they tint, they tint it for certain levels. So yeah, yeah, yeah. with the MSX and, and ZX, MSX, it's quite tricky to say that. And the ZX Spectrum versions, they are just white and black. And then there are certain levels where it'll go to like blue and black. Uh, light blue and black, light orange and black. But some might say that that's ugly, mightn't they? They might. They might. They I, may well. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and looking back now, how that that version of Robocop works on both of those machines is a miracle. And they're actually real playable. And for compared to other games on those machines, they are really well it's done. Fun. They're really well done. Um, and Mike, you know, Mike Lamb deserves a lot of credit. 
He does. Just to chuck it out there, he speaks yeah. about the development of, of that game. Mm. He's very proud of it, and it is one of the best-selling games of Ocean, I think. It uh, is. Yeah. And whenever someone talks about a Robocop licensed game, they always talk about the, the Spectrum version. I, I've got a story about the Spectrum. Can I can I talk about please, it? Please, please. But I'm going to start by talking about uh, Fall Guys, because it's kind of connected. Have you guys heard of... What is Fall Guys, James? Well, I only I know it's been around for a while. It's been out for a couple of years. I know, Keith, years, you've yeah. been playing it for, for ages, and I've, yeah. I had the pleasure... And the it's kind, kind of, of like frustration. Well, this is going to really date us, but it's kind of like it's a knockout, but a or video game version or Takeshi's yeah, Castle. Yeah, like a game it's show. almost like your character's wearing a big like wobbly character suit. wobbly suit thing. And Does it's it like, link into Robocop? I would love for you to explain how it no, links I, into I, Robocop. It's like one of those videos where people go, "How do you get from <laughs> this person to this person in <laughs> yeah. like the fewest moves possible?" You're going to tell us, right? This is crazy, right? Because you know, sometimes you play video games, you you, you get in this weird purple patch, and you can't really explain how everything's going your way. You know, it's just once in a blue moon. I don't know if it happens too often with Dylan. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's on baby mode. I, this is completely true. I, I got Fall Guys on the Switch for free just this mm. last weekend, and. I Tate played it and I was just watching a little bit but I, I played the next game so I only just saw five minutes of him playing mm. first time I played it and, and it, remember this is a new pursuit no no decoration. you got the crown <laughs> I got through the first round got through the second round literally skin of my teeth got through to the third round and it eliminates people so how, how many did you start with again I forgot it's been a while 60, 60, since well, it depends yeah. on how the lobby feels I think like. it was yeah. 60 people 60 people yeah I'm not joking the first time I played four guys I just won, a gun, won the whole thing wow. I got, got the, right to the got, last level the crown. and I was like Oh, you got to, you got to stay on top of these tiles so they break and stay the longest. And I just won it the first time ever. <laughs> Haven't won it since. <laughs> and I was like, this is like this reminds me of the time when my brother Mike was playing Robocop on the Spectrum, and it was a really hard game, but it's mm-hmm. a great game. And I, I remember watching it. We were playing it, and he was, he was getting through level after level, going, "Whoa, we never done this before." And then Mum was like, "We've got to go, boys. We've got to go to the shops." So mm-hmm. I'm like, "Not now, not now, Mum." Me and Chris, well, you guys were grounded. <laughs> we've got. It was like, Mike's on the last level, and it, 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 we couldn't believe it. And Mike was like jumping and dodging. He's never seen his other port. And Ed two and nine came on. And it's like mm. he's no way he's going to be Ed two and nine. He did it, yeah. and I was like, ah! And my mum kept shouting, "We need to go to the shop. <laughs> no, it's Ed two and nine. I just remember that vivid memory of Mike. Just I couldn't believe it. Some of the manoeuvres. I thought, "What is this, what is, Mike? What is he doing?" And he just completed it, and it was the best feeling ever. And I felt so proud of him. And I now know how he felt because I did it on Fall Guys. The stars, <laughs> the stars aligned for Mike, and the stars aligned for you. It's crazy how those two games uh, are linked in a way, isn't it? It really. Well, is. you say linked. They're decades apart, but they're so intricately linked. <laughs> you imagine uh, the Robocop version of Fall Guys just here. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. Mate, for that, Good that story. story. Yeah. But let's say, so they're, they're, they're ugly to some, but not to us. We do like the MSX and, MSX and ZX Spectrum. It's easy for you to say. So, what's the real ugly at Robocop? The Nesbos. The Nesbos. I did play that one. I did. I did, yeah. So I go back to my, my streams, my, my streams of Robocop games. So this is one of those curious spin-offs. Uh, it was actually farmed out to Sakata SAS Co. Uh, but, Curiously, only Data East and Ocean are listed on the, the front screens. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I looked at it only briefly. I was looking for Sakata. I'm like, they're not on there. I'm like, Where have I got my notes from? Anyway, so they definitely did it. Uh, it's just a mess. It's just, have you, so, I, I know, uh, yeah, James I had, had to go yesterday on the Retro Pi of the NES version. So to me, mm. a good looking NES game has lovely sprites, mm-hmm. not overblown. And simple backgrounds, right? Simple backdrops, something like Mega Man, yeah. Mario 3, mm. stuff like that. 
Robocop doesn't do this. No. Robocop tries to replicate everything that everyone else has done. Yes. <laughs> um, on the NES's limited color palette. Yes. And what you get is a blurry, horrible yes. mess. Not attractive. And you get a blurry, color. horrible mess. Uh, the intro is nice though. I like it when yeah. it's the kind of like doing the diagnostic stuff and all. Oh, like, it's, oh, it's, it's, yeah. like, it's a great like cinematic intro, isn't yeah. it? And then and then yeah, I'm like and then it starts playing. <laughs> yeah. like, oh no! And then you go okay. Well, Robocop looks a bit dorky. He looks, <laughs> yeah, he, he reminded me a bit of a crash test dummy. You know, those yeah, crash just looks weird. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The, like the arm movements and stuff. Yeah, the all look, punch. All look really, yeah. really kind of uncomfortable and strange. Yeah. Yeah. So with a lot of the Robocop games, he starts off by being only able to punch, yeah. right? So you kind of oh yeah, punch, 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 get you to that before you then he whips out his pistol and then you go away with that and then the NES version does the same it looks like he's high-fiving people high five <laughs> high five in yeah. the other in the other versions the bad the bad guys are quite meaty aren't they mm. quite like oh let's see yeah, yeah in this version they look like children it looks like yeah, he's he high-fiving like, children do you, to know, death. do you know what it reminded me of seriously on that point right <laughs> when i was playing it it made me think of kung fu yeah. Right, because mm, when you play Kung Fu, Kung Fu, Kung Fu, I don't want the Kung Fu. But when you play Kung Fu on the NES, mm. it, you've gone like the second or third level. You've got like different heights of enemies. So you've got these mm. little kids running at you, and then and when you punch them, it's like some of them are two hits, some of them are one hit. It felt exactly the same as that. A bit. Like, yeah. and it's like. Have we not moved on just a little <laughs> bit? No, we haven't. We've gone back we, to we, <laughs> we really haven't. He's high-fiving these kids to death. And, you know, Kung Fu style. This is not going to get you buying people. Like, this is not going to get kids buying merch. Oh, no. <laughs> not far from it. No, 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 no. Um, but it's just, yeah. The, with, it's hard to see the bad guys sometimes because of the, yeah. because of the limited color palette. And you look, again, I couldn't really get past the first level. I think I got, maybe got to the second level. Um, the second level is, 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 I got to the second level mess. and it's like the mansion, like a castle. Yeah. And it's got this really stupid, like you, you walk into a room so you can go into doors. Mm. There's nothing in there. No. There's literally nothing. There's no pickups. There's no and the bad guys no look enemies. like the backdrops, and then they come like <laughs> scre- like screaming at you. And yeah, like, oh, but okay, it's like, nice. why have you put that kind of room with nothing in it? Like, I, it, there's, there's just no point to that room mm, at all. And then no. there's another room I got to where you get like there's like a, a, a wall of spikes that come at you. You can't do anything. No, nope. you just die. You yep. just. Like, I think I that's about as far as I got. <laughs> I couldn't shoot it. You can't punch it. You can't. There's no way to. I don't know. Maybe I was. I'm, I mean, I'm normally not too bad at kind of two D kind of yeah. shooters, and that one just you didn't get the purple patch. Right to the there was no purple patch. Oh, no, no. This. this is very much a grey patch. <laughs> this is it. Right. Am I right in thinking you can't jump in that one as well? You can't jump. Nope. Because I, I, I always had an issue with that with the robot games because it always felt weird him jumping yeah, around. In defense, he but wouldn't be able to good at no. jumping. But mm. for it to be a playable game, he had to be able to. And then the NES one, you can't. You can't jump. even. That's why the NES one isn't go, playable. Yeah, you can barely go up and down stairs because mm. the, oh, that's the other thing. Yeah. The, the stairs. Kind of, the sweet spot for getting on and off the stairs is so minute. Yeah. And if you don't do it, you're like, I'm trying to get. But you can't just press. <laughs> at least, up. at you least you know how Edward Ein feels. Though, to be fair, that's true. But <laughs> it's not Robocop that's not going to be able to go down. No, stairs. but you have to. You have to stand in exactly the right position. Yeah. But you can't press up. You, press you have to press diagonal, but yeah. you can't. You can't press like up and then diagonal. Yeah, it's literally yeah. uh, like yeah. that on the control pad. Yeah. When, when you, you can't even change that now. floors without wanting to throw the control pad through the television. <laughs> Meanwhile, getting shot and punched. <laughs> Meanwhile, getting shot and just yeah, it's yeah. Just, you've just reminded me of that. It is a mess. It sounds bad. You got the Chris Packett kind of slapping effects. <laughs> Everything does that. It is, and when you when you're using the punch, which is apparent, well, which is you know apparently if you look through these walkthroughs, more than using the gun. 
Oh, his okay. punch is better than the gun. Yeah, it, it does yeah. more damage. On whereas, him. whereas in in the arcade game, yeah, I get it. Like he needs it for for close things and smashing up crates and stuff. Mm. And I get that. But for for beating bad guys, for beating the bosses, for being like the end of the level bosses, like mm. oh, for slapping Ed two hundred nine. Apparently, teach him. Apparently, that's, that's how you complete the Inez version. So yeah, and I thought, well. Maybe I'm a bit wrong about this because I was wrong about the Amiga version, you know, big high 90% game, which I thought was crap. Uh, but I thought, okay, maybe the NES version. No, it's got bad. bad the, reviews. <laughs> the, the, the highest rating on Moby Games was 80%. It just falls off a cliff. Yeah. Uh, Total Nintendo Magazine in the UK gave it 66%, which I think is generous. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, that is actually. <laughs> it is generous, but I guess they were only comparing it to stuff that was out at the time, but. Ease. It, it also, I don't know whether this is a, bit, a little bit of side trivia, and it'll be interesting to see if this is actually a thing. I think it is. I think they nicked a couple of the sound effects from Gunsmoke. Yes, okay, that sounds a bit. That it's sounds because I'm a massive fan of that game. I love yeah. it, and and they've got they've got some really cool like gun sound effects and yeah. stuff, and like when the horse is galloping things. And I swear, mm-hmm. I swear, there's some of the Gunsmoke sound effects in that game. I wouldn't be surprised. They so, can only do like limited things with. Yeah, but the, it just sounds like they've not even tried to kind of hide it. <laughs> Just ripped it off. Oh, mate. It's just, you know, don't even, you know, you think about collecting, and if you're a NES collector, don't buy this. Just, just don't. Yeah. But I first played it at Ross's house, our mate Ross. So he's he's been introducing his his um, kid, Max, who's only four, four and a half, I think he is now. Well, he's almost five, maybe, uh, into, uh, like, retro stuff. Mm. And uh, I snuck in my old Mega Drive, so he's playing Sonic and Sonic 2. Don't worry. Nice. Well done, well done. Uh, but... One of the games that Ross has from his, he's got, still got the NES from he had in, in the nineties. And one of the games he had was Robocop. And I was, when I was thinking about doing this podcast, I was like, Oh, can I just have a quick go on that? And I was like, Oh my <laughs> God. Ross. Ross, turn it off. Ross. Please. Does Ross have good memories of that game though? Does he? He actually? does not have any memories of that game. <laughs> and the worst thing is I look, it's got the original price tag on the cart. 50 quid it was, Ooh, I think. Wow. 50 Sorry, quid. Can you just say that again into my good ear. Fifty pounds. I wouldn't buy that like, for fifty dollars. <laughs> fifty pounds from nineteen eighty. Nah. Yeah, fifty pounds in nineteen eighty something or nineteen ninety something. So yes. his, his parents were able to fork out that for that. And I was thinking, how disappointed That's would a you bit be? Wedging. This is why we had Blockbuster back in the day, right? <laughs> yeah. This is why we we're able to rent games because <laughs> wow, you would want to be taking that back. Can't, couldn't take. It I back. mean, I, I was quite like excited about because I I'm playing for years and years I just forgot like what it was like mm. and I was kind of like excited like yeah let's break out some Robocop games uh, and I started yeah. with the NES version and then just like I played a few others but I mean yeah it's it's in my defence it was our little Facebook hive mind that decided to do Robocop games instead of Terminator games yeah, but we get to talk about Robocop though and we do get so, to talk about Robocop that's always a good thing well we did get to talk about Robocop because that's all I really have to say about the games and stuff I really thought you were going to mention the C64 version no, nope. it's not really finished. So I think it's like the second or third level. It's completely bugged. So Ooh. it's like all you, all you can supposed to be like a warehouse level, I think, and all you can see is like just like random graphical tiles and stuff. Still. Yeah, yeah. Did and you I think play there as a kid? Is, no, but I've seen it on YouTube, mm. and I think there's a way you, you can get through it to the next level, but you, you have to kind of glitch your way through it. Ah. But it's basically unfinished. That sounds amazing. So that, that. that would have been the ugly version. Also, surely. the Game Boy. Mm. Did anyone play the Game Boy version? Nope. It's really good. Way better than the NES version. Yeah. Wow. So it's basically a version of the arcade. I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that. It actually looks a lot more playable. It was much more fun and much more playable. And I had a little bit of trivia as well. The theme music from 
the Game Boy game, which I think is the same as the C64 music mm. and put, might even be the same as the Spectrum on a few of those different ports. Mm-hmm. It was used on, do you remember Ariston? This made, like, washing made, machines made, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There Go was on. an advert in the late 80s and mm. there was like, this music was playing mm. and the voice was going, Ariston. And on and on and Ariston and Ariston and in the background is the chip tune like no I think, I think they use the C sixty four version it's the theme music from Robocop no that's way. mad they got away with that so I'm I looked that up there's a video of it on YouTube it's very cool but nice. like what if someone's got an original C sixty four version of the game that must be that that's got to be worth a bit because of its maybe of oh, I don't know I don't know like well, I'm not sure because like because it's unfinished and all yeah. that sort of, it, it, people go nuts for that type of stuff yeah yeah, yeah but it's kind of it's a bit notorious for that it was rushed and they didn't bother finishing it but, nice. are you ever nice. going to talk, talk about Robocop 3 Dylan or not maybe not maybe not <laughs> can we talk maybe uh, not can we just give we it are it? focusing on the movie and movie related games am I allowed games. to talk about Robocop 3 you're videos. not allowed to talk about any sequel ending 3 ever he's again tr- especially he's trying to hide it like game. he does to me <laughs> no <laughs> because Robocop 3 on the Amiga Deserves a bit of credit for being a people b- love that game. ahead of its time. Ahead of its time, it's got like FPS bits and stuff in it. it. It's absolutely incredible. For like 3D. It's. I remember playing it. Going, well, this is this is amazing. Have you seen it? It's like proper crosshair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, the crosshair bits are more in like the Spectrum version and stuff, aren't they? Because you because they they replaced right. some of the the boss fights and that. And so some of the Robocop ports did have. Is it like when you're trying the, to shoot? I like the bit with the meal. Yeah, with the, and like you're trying to like shoot him while the while he's kind of holding the hostage and stuff. That's oh, in some yeah, of the ports. Yeah. That's the right. bit where obviously where Dick is holding up the president. I think the Spectrum version is it's the Crosshair's version time, yeah. so yeah it is it brings those kind of bits in so when you do that it's nice it makes it a bit nicer the uh, Spectrum one is one of my favourite Spectrum games best, one of the best it's memories. one of the best spe- games on the Spectrum it, 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 it's up there isn't it I think it's brilliant yeah. actually but yeah um, last thoughts then we'll go around the table <laughs> last thoughts about, about Robocop film or games Adrian don't talk about two or three ever again because Dylan hates me now. Yeah, please. You're not allowed. <laughs> stick to the stick to stick the script. To the script. <laughs> uh, I really like the film. I think it's brilliant. It's yeah. it's sadly what's happening to this world a little bit. I think sometimes, but you know, it's a bit too close to home. It does yeah. a bit, doesn't it? Um, still relevant though. Still relevant. That's what makes it so great. I remember showing Becca it a few years ago, going, oh, "I can't believe I've seen Robocop," and she was expecting this silly, all action, stupid, not stupid film, but she was like. Okay, this film is much different than I expected. It, you know, I think she said it is over the top, but there's a bit of. It's hard to explain how good it is, isn't it? As well, it's just mm. I think really well Peter, done, especially and probably in the eighties as well when people first heard the title, they were probably like, "What?" what? That, <laughs> that was in the documentary. That was in the documentary. Like, Robocop. Yeah, um, but yeah, you have to watch it for yourself. But yeah, it's, it's got really it. It's a great sci-fi film. Mm-hmm. It's a great action film. Mm-hmm. It is a good satire as well. Mm-hmm. And it's got heart to it as well. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, not, he's not just it. a mindless robot. He's, no. you know. There is human underneath yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even though he's been bought. Even though his corpse has been <laughs> <Yeah>. bought. <laughs> uh, <laughs> signed a release form and all that. Oh, no. And it's funny. And yeah. there's some great performances. Yeah, I mean, it works on a lot of levels. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it is. It's a classic as far as I'm concerned. I think if anyone hasn't... If, if you haven't watched it for a long time, mm. it's, it's, it still hits pretty hard. Mm. And it's still a good, great film, and it's still loads of messages in there. Yeah, do you know what I mean it's not just like it's not just it's aged actually pretty well. It's aged pretty well. I didn't want to, I don't want to be the critical themes. of it because I love it, but um, I think if you watch it again, find a really bad copy of it to watch because I watched it on Blu-ray. When mm. I swear, right, I swear, when I was a kid, and I was probably way too young when I first mm. saw it, coupled with the sound effects of him walking and stuff, mm. I swear that was metal. Mm. but now when I watch it and if you watch it on a really clear excellent quality picture 
you can see that it's all plastic and fiberglass, <laughs> which uh, does... <laughs> Damn you, 4K. Uh, there was a moment where, you know, where he tries to arrest Dick Jones mm. and then the director four kicks in and he's on the floor and he's like... Mm. There was a bit where you could kind of see under his arm and it was like, it was a T-shirt oh, and like rubber. Mm. And it was like, ah. Oh. So, yeah, if you do watch it again, watch a really but, poor but never quality about copy that. and you probably won't <laughs> notice. Copy. Watch it still holds up. It's Watch some great. kind of VHS rip yeah. on YouTube. Is yeah. that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Some 425 lines, no higher. Yeah. That's it. That's all it. you can watch. Yeah. Like and it. then it will still look metal. <laughs> James, last thoughts about Rubber Club? Love the film. Glad I watched it recently. Mm. Um, and do you know what? I like the fact there's a lot of difference in the games on mm. the different consoles. Because mm. I think if they were all the same and everything, there wouldn't be much to talk about. Mm. And kind of you then wouldn't be able to tie it in nicely with the film. But I do agree, arcade is just glorious it's it looks great it sounds great i remember playing it um and i was never i was always more of a terminator guy mm-hmm. but the robocop's cool yeah you know and and yeah and i'm just glad i watched the film again except recently, the so. version that appears in those direct line adverts oh yeah, we don't talk no about yeah let's not talk about no it. we don't talk about that i either. can't even explain how angry i'm about the optimus prime one but we'll carry on bumblebee <laughs> <laughs> one one of those, the, that Optimus Prime one was worse because he speaks yep. and it's not him. No, it's not. Anyway, no. carry on. Sorry, Wasn't one of those on, filmed on. in the old Heart of Gaming? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we, we digress again. But yeah, I'm um, <laughs> glad I watched the film and I'm glad I've revisited some of the games as well because, um, yeah, cool. Good stuff. I enjoyed it. Boys, thank you for catharting with me. That was very cathartic. <laughs> uh, listeners, if you've got a favoured Robocop port or one that you really want to talk about that we haven't done, then tweet us. Mm. Just nag James because James Social Media Man. <laughs> tweet. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook, there's got to be a load of good candidates. TikTok, a whole lot. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. throw it, throw it in our direction, and, we'll and we that. shall discuss. I really don't know what to do for the next movie-related one, but you know what? I'm going to give our patrons a bit more control. We're going to put it up, put it to our patrons in some oh, kind of. Oh, need to say on on the we'll put movie it to our patrons. Yeah. Absolutely, guys. So yeah, look out for whichever two I feel you should choose between. <laughs> there won't be a theme, um, and then we'll take it from there. So yeah, from me. And the boys, good night. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. You can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Arcade Attack UK. Check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots more retro gaming goodness and to delve into our archives. Our podcasts are also available on Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Please leave us a review and a rating. We'd really appreciate it. If you'd like to support Arcade Attack, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash arcadeattack, which will give you access to exclusive podcasts, interviews, and other bonus content. So, until next time, take care, and we'll speak to you soon.